Welcome to a very special episode of Best Friends Club, The Reunion. The Reunion. I'm, I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is season nothing 11. episode. <laughs> season Infinity episode The Reunion. That the sounds day right. that has been rumored to happen. Oh my god. For so long. I can't. I can't tell you how many times, namely my mom, has like sent me something <laughs> she found on Facebook that said a, re- a friend's reunion was going to happen over the last 10 years. Yeah. And it's always like a rumor and it's always that like it was going to be episodes. So we know that that's not the case because they always said they would never do that even though up until the, the reunion came out, I had plenty of people that were it like, was- wait, it's not going to be full episodes? And I'm like, no, it's a reunion. Um, yeah that's what Ben was asking me he's like so is it like them as themselves or is it them as like the cast 20 years later you know or whatever yeah um I do think that like yeah there were so many rumors of it happening and do you think that like it it would have happened soon like I wonder if there was ever a time when it did almost happen um I feel like they wouldn't have necessarily waited 17 years. Yeah, I would guess that that reason is money. Money for the cast yeah. or like money like to, it would have yeah. to be it would have to be worth it for everybody. Yeah. To come together and I have a feeling that buying out the catalog for HBO might have been the thing that was like that was part of it. Can you explain what that means for those of us that are not in the industry? Oh, so like the fact that uh, Friends streams on HBO now. Um, they, so so they've got that mm-hmm. sweet sweet HBO yep. money, right? Well, I think HBO is probably like we want to we want to stream the catalog for this much, and we want to pay you this much to have a reunion or the oh. other. Oh, right. Yeah. So like, because I'm thinking they don't need to do this. Like the cast doesn't need to do this, right? Um, no, of course not. Um, so it would have to be worth it to them. My other thought is other people have probably approached them about a reunion and not presented it in a compelling way. And I'm guessing that right. these people came and were like, this is what we want to do with Yeah, you. this is how we'll structure it. Yep. This is who we can yep. get. This is... Yep. Um, and that, that would sense. that would make more... I'm sure there are, is a lot of money involved. I'm sure that was a main key part yeah, of, of it course. but I also think that it was probably like what would be honoring to the show um yeah. and the characters and like respectful to the actors in like not just yeah. putting them back and you have to be yeah do you know I was thinking about that too so like obviously scheduling would be something that would be tricky because they're all very busy people right and they yep. live wherever they live and they do whatever they're doing um some of them are on shows some of them movies some of them other stuff so it's like I get that that's a thing I was thinking that like so I was thinking like, you know, is this going to be like, they're all going to come back and be forced to like, almost like watching somebody's high school reunion. Like they're going to be forced to reminisce about the good old times and say the same jokes. And, and that must be hard too. Cause like, I think that I can't remember if it was text or if somebody said it, that that was, I think it was the text when it first opened was like, this is the second time in 17 years that all of them have been together in a, in the same room. Yeah. And so for ha- like, like I just couldn't imagine if, like, I don't know, like having that filmed and it being like there's so much pressure. It's not just a reunion with people that I love. 
because you can tell like they all still really love each other and we're talking about their special bond but like to have it be like no 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 no. this has to be you have to pick right back up where you left off this has to be magical this has to be funny this you know like that would be yeah and you're right like you want to do it in a way that honors the show and isn't just like hacky Mm -hmm. or like surface yeah Okay, so while we're on that, what before you watched it, yeah. what were your expectations or did you have any? Before, okay, so my expectations, I was expecting to not actually enjoy it. Okay. I was thinking I was thinking it's probably going to be a little bit hacky. Yeah. Um it's yeah, I don't know what I don't know exactly, but I was I had low expectations and I was like this might not be good. Because I'm such a fan of the show, I was like, I might not like this. So that's kind of where I was at. Okay. What about you? I was kind of in the same way. Like when they first confirmed it, people were like, you know, a lot of people sent it to us on Instagram and we reposted it and we were excited. But I would agree. I was like a little bit hesitant to be super excited yeah. because I didn't. Part of me thought, well, they're just going to say it's a reunion and it's just going to be like this little blip and, you know. Whereas everybody else kind of thought, they were like, oh, it's only one episode. I'm like, yeah, it's only one episode. Like, how is it going to be? But then what what I didn't know what to expect, I, I thought it was just going to be them talking about the show mm-hmm. um, like 20 years later or 17 years later. But um, when I watched the trailer, I got really excited. The trailer was so short. It was short, but it actually like it didn't made give me, a lot away. I thought it didn't in a good way, but it made me excited because it looked like um, like diverse content for just being like a reunion, um, right? Because okay, so like you know, there's some parts where like they each come in, and then there's some they do some like little we're calling them an homage, kind of like little gamey type interactive parts. Um, they did like the table reads and they did kind I of like guess the panel. The hand twin. <laughs> yeah. But they did like the panel with James Corden, you know, and I kind of thought the whole thing was just going to be like the panel. Yeah. That's but I right. thought Which... there's only so much, so much depth you can get into there because it's more yeah. interviewee than anything. That's right. Um, it would have been rough if it was just an hour and a half or whatever of just straight up interview and like, yeah, almost like the bachelor, right? When it's like the recap of the season, let's watch a clip. Let's ask you to dredge up all those difficult memories let's watch a clip let's yeah 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 um okay so let's start at the beginning like when everybody walks in okay i i thought it was so emotional and also all someone asked me this recently and i was like i actually have no idea they were like did they leave the setup all these years yes i think I i asked you this oh you did so yeah, it was me because Ben asked me and I was like, let me ask Grenache. She's in the biz. Because um, he was oh, like, right. oh, this is – he was like, this is going to be tricky because do they have to rebuild the set? And I was like, you know what? For such an iconic set, I could see them like putting it off to the side for the Warner bro- – or the, yep. you know, the set tour. Course. Yeah. Yeah, the lot tour. But I was like, but also they have all the specifications. They're d- professionals. I'm sure they could also just replicate it if they needed to. Yeah. So – so watching them walk onto the set, do you think that was the original set? Do you no, think that's been wasn't. up all these? 
Okay. No. Well, they said that. I don't know if you remember this part in the reunion. They were talking about how when the last episode wrapped, oh, they had to tear right. down they the striked. set because yeah. a new pilot was shooting the next day. And the I was next like, gosh, day. that would be emotional. Like that literally be... watching your childhood home be torn apart, essentially. <laughs> but well, crew. yeah, because I remember they were like, they all ordered pizza and beer and were just hanging out like while people were striking the set. And I was like, I don't know that I could watch that. Yeah. I love yeah. that they all took something something yeah yeah that was um, cute yeah so i think that lisa kudrow pretty much looks exactly the same okay can i stop and talk about her for a second because sure. i don't know if you remember this but a little while ago i want to say like two or three years ago um there was a picture of jennifer aniston courtney cox and lisa kudrow like um, all of them were hanging out together, like present day, you know, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And somebody had like memed it and written like, because, you know, I think, I think like Courtney Cox, you know, she's been, she did like Cougar Town and some other stuff. And she's like, I mean, listen, everybody, everybody, not just in Hollywood, like I get it. Everybody's had work done, but they like, there was these little like superimposed captions over them and over Courtney Cox. It was like, it was like aging, um, Basically, like, saying, like, this is what it looks like when you, like, do, like, you know, aging, like, with cosmetics or whatever Mm -hmm. and, like, poorly. And then it was, like, um, showed Jennifer Aniston and it was, like, a sign pointing to her and it was, like, aging naturally. And then it was pointing to – or, like, aging naturally well or something like that. And then pointed to Lisa Kudrow and was, like, aging naturally poorly. Because in the picture, like, she did have, like – some wrinkles and some bags under her eyes or something like, you know, and then the other two basically like had Botox. And so it just like, but I remember being so angry on Lisa Kudrow's behalf because I was like, A, like, this isn't what this is about. Like, stop with that whole thing. And like, good on her for aging naturally. Like, this is what humans do and look like. And then my friend Karen did point out Lisa Kudrow is like 10 years older than the other two. Yeah. Which I I didn't remember. But but yeah, so when she came out and she looked so gorgeous, I was like, good on you. Because there was that whole like, I don't know. I just remember like, you know, her being compared to how she was aging. And I think she just looked amazing. So I was very happy for her. She looked amazing. Um, Jennifer You go, Lisa Kudrow. Amazing. Courtney Cox looks like she's looked for the last 10 years at least. Um, yeah. Which I think she's beautiful. I've always thought she was I think beautiful. they're all beautiful. I'm not going to um, comment. No, but I mean like they uh, – I think that out of everybody as far as like basically looks like an older version of themselves on the show. Yeah. Yeah. I think Lisa Kudrow just – yeah, looks like exactly yep. the same. Matt LeBlanc yeah. – it's like it's just Joey with gray hair. Yes, you know, and and I think he gained a little bit of COVID weight, but well, you know, yeah. who amongst us hasn't? Um, but everybody <laughs> else's faces looks just enough different. Like, I don't know, not in a bad way, just like I think in I know a what you mean. Growing up way, just like yeah. sometimes you look at your grandparents and you look at like a photo of when they're young, and you're like, oh, that's what you looked like. Um, but you, th- yeah, I guess, yeah, I know what you mean though. I These think- guys, like, they just look like them, but. Yeah. With like, like if you were to put like age tech, like, you know, an age yes. filter to make them look a little bit older. Which I think that um, Matthew Perry and um, what's his name? David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer both look like 
different in some way and I can't quite put my finger on it I know it's just age and it's not bad they just look well, like different I, I think David Schwimmer looks like he's had a little bit of work done I think they probably um, all have a little bit of work done but yeah, they all have but I think like you can tell it on some people more than you can tell it on others and I think David Schwimmer um yeah I think he his face did just look a little bit different in that it's like okay he looks but I actually thought the same thing about Jennifer Aniston because you know she's been all over the place lately I've seen her a lot but for some reason she looked a little bit different to me Mm -hmm. for this but um but yeah I know what you mean I think I was distracted by Matthew Perry's very white teeth they were very white they might actually be veneers Ross's teeth from no just kidding yeah (laughs) oh they're definitely veneers but again they probably all have veneers you know what I mean like yes that's just such a normal thing but anyway yeah I know what you mean um I I was very happy to see them all do we want to talk about them one by one and what we thought are we already doing Um, that I mean I guess yeah I I think so not not about their looks but like some opinions I had I feel like Matt LeBlanc was like the most he seemed to be the most like nostalgic reminiscent he seemed to remember the most he seemed to be the most like happy and getting into it and like you know like oh remember when we did the thing and then oh like he just seemed like he was really enjoying it yeah I agree and I couldn't figure it out if it's because he hasn't really done much since right Right. I know what you mean. Um, he did a few things, but he did that thing that was Joey. And so it was still about that character. Yeah. He's done a few other things, though, hasn't he? That's true. I guess he had another um, sitcom. Oh, and he was on Top Gear, which Matt told me. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, ben, ben, yeah, that's right. The, guy, the guys know. He was on Top Gear. Do you know what? I think part of it is his personality because I've seen him on like the Graham Norton show and stuff. And mm-hmm. he, he just seems so lighthearted, so happy-go-lucky, like... You know, he's he just seems very unbothered and he's a fun time guy, whereas somebody like Matthew Perry, like we know that, you know, he's struggled over the years and stuff. But like, Mm -hmm. I feel like he barely spoke on the reunion. And I don't know. It was it seemed like he had a little bit of reservation about being there. I mean, I I don't know. I, I kind of wish that they would have dived in a little bit more to like. You know, when they were talking about like watching yourself back, for example, and Matthew Perry was like, no. And like we know, we've read before that some of the seasons he can't watch because he was like struggling with so much drug addiction. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not appropriate for him to talk about or he's not ready to or able to. But I kind of wanted to be able to talk about that a little bit more and just hear like his story, you know? I know. Well, honestly, like he you're right he was so reserved in a way that didn't seem normal like no um even yeah watching like old interviews and stuff like not that he is Chandler but he has that like quick energy and um like wit you know that Mm -hmm. is who he is so it seems strange that he was the most reserved and so um, yeah I I couldn't I mean I couldn't help but notice like I asked a friend and she's like, I, she works in the medical field and she's like, I actually think he's had a stroke, but I can't find anything oh. that actually supports that. But that just the way he was a little bit slow to speak. And like when he did speak, it was not slurred. Like I know some people were saying he was slurring yeah, his words. Yeah, some people but it were was saying just, his, I didn't notice It wasn't speech. sharp. I would just say it wasn't sharp. It was um, okay. almost That's like an interesting. Southern 
slow, you know? Like I'm going to need to rewatch. I've only watched yeah. it once. And I do, the, like, when I watched it, it was the night before I went away for my birthday for a weekend. Mm-hmm. And so I was paying attention, but I was also, like, I think doing other, like, mentally making lists of packing and stuff. I've, I really want to watch it again. But um, that so I, would be an interesting, but I also thought that, like, I kind of chalked it up to either he's always been very like that's always been a character and like maybe the whole like Matthew Perry doing interviews it you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. you know how like comedians for example a lot of times when you meet them in real life they are very somber quiet almost like you know kind of um pessimistic seeming people so I was wondering if it was that or if he was just so worried about it like okay, like, you know, you have to make us laugh. This has to be good. Pressure, pressure, pressure. And he was like hesitant. I don't know. But um, those that's what I was thinking it was. But maybe I, it was there's something else to it. I don't know. I did read one thing that claims he had an emergency tooth procedure right before oh. filming. Oh, okay. Which, if that was the case, don't you feel like you would like say that? I don't know. Maybe he did and it got cut out. I don't know. Maybe. I also think like sometimes when you're doing a speech and you're nervous, you're not supposed to say, I'm really nervous. You know, it's just like, well, don't yeah. say that. People won't notice. Just get on with it. Yeah. I would have just, my whole point here is I would have really liked to hear from him more because I feel totally. like maybe out of, maybe not out of everybody, but I know that like some of them, him and David Schwimmer, they both have struggled with things. And again, maybe it's not appropriate, but like these are real humans, not just entertainers. And I would have liked to hear like how it affected their personal lives and how they've gotten through that. Yeah. But yeah. I guess you have to have some things that aren't for audience consumption. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. They're right to their own. They don't have to tell us anything. No. Um Okay, so when I first saw the trailer and then I it was like set in an article, you know, like the video in the mm-hmm. website article. Um, then after that, it was like starring the cast of Friends, these six people, James Corden, guest starring 500 people. Yeah. How are we going to fit this in to one special? And... It played out way better than I thought. I was thinking it was going to be like very minimal time with the cast because we're too oh, busy. And like all these people talking about friends I was like, what, what does BTS have to do with friends? They weren't even born when the show was out. <laughs> even though it was really cute when he was like, friends help me learn English. Um, oh, I know. I loved that. I know. It was really sweet. But at the time I was like, I don't understand why all these people are being listed and why Paul Rudd's name is not on here. So, okay, what was up with no Paul Rudd? I don't know. Uh, I don't your, know. Uh, your omission was noticeable, Paul. No, we missed you, Paul. Um, Surely, like, we've got to get to the bottom of this. Okay, because he was obviously a big enough character. It's like, yeah. if it was just a scheduling thing, he could have pulled a Gunther and or a James Michael Tyler and like recorded a video or zoomed in. Yes. Did he have a falling so, out? I don't know. Or maybe he Paul? just doesn't care. Oh, rude. I mean, he he's, doesn't seem rude. Paul rude. <laughs> um, but, uh, okay, so guest stars. Yes. Let's talk about some favorites and some favorites? non-favorites. Okay, you go first. Um, well, probably my favorite would have to be Jack and Judy. Jack. 
Oh, that was so sweet. It was so sweet. And to hear them say, like, we really did feel like the parents and they made us feel so loved. And oh, I just loved it. But I also loved, it's really just all the old people. I can't believe Mr. Heckles made it. Oh, my gosh. Is he when not he, a thousand years old? He, he, speak about looking the same. I mean, I don't know that I'd recognize him, but in the bathrobe. And so I like how they were like, Mr. Henkels, but his real name is Henkel. And so it's like they remembered the actor's name. Right. Um, did you, side note, did you find it a little funny when they were having a hard time remembering certain details about the show? And I'm like, okay, wow, they really don't like watch this back every week like I do because oh, I'm like I know. guys duh heckles guys duh the ball like <laughs> right well my friend Carly texted me and she's like okay so without any spoilers let me just tell you that you know w- way more friends trivia than the uh, cast does than they do I know but they kind of said that but they're I- like yeah after season four I think once the like excitement wears off of you having a show on tv then you probably don't want to see yourself anymore and then no i i mean friends mania i get it yeah and like it's their job i get it especially you know we record this podcast we edit this podcast not that they're editing their own episodes but they did have to do the (laughs) scenes a hundred (laughs) times it was pretty it was pretty lean back then (laughs) no but like you know you have to do an episode like you have to read the script like a hundred times do you really want to go back and watch it all necessarily. And some of them said that. Anyway, sorry, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But um, I get it. Like, by the time we record this and edit it, like, and also listen, I don't know. I'm not comparing us to the hit show friends, but I <laughs> sort of get it. But maybe um, a little bit. Um, I also yes. have a theory okay. that Gunther um, either is immunocompromised or tested positive for COVID at the last minute. Oh. Or like something like that. Um, I don't want to be mean, but I was a little, (sighs) when he was like, when they were like, oh, James Michael Tyler. And he was like, you know, they were all so nice to me. It was the best time of my life. I just got this little, like, and I don't want to assume, but I almost kind of felt like, did he, like, was that a peak? Do you know what I mean? Was it kind of like, oh, I'm sure. I mean, I would have had it been had it been what had I been cast, that'd have been the best thing I've ever done with my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, but, I'm sure it, I'm sure it was. I mean, I've never seen him in anything else. Doesn't mean he hasn't done anything else. Um, yeah, but it probably was the most. Rec- I bet that's what he gets recognized for. To one hundred percent, and know? of course you would. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's probably my. Okay. Oh, and then my least favorite. Yeah. Was Lady Gaga. Okay. Interesting. Even though I, I so, like Lady Gaga. Why was it your least favorite? Um, I thought that it was just awkward. Um, Lisa Kudrow having to sit there, listen to her play Smelly Cat. Yeah. Um, and um, then her like talking like the, it felt like a forced heartfelt moment. And I just, I don't know. The whole situation was very awkward to me. I, okay, so um, the Lady Gaga one, yeah, I thought it was weird because when she first came out, I was like, who is that? And then I was like, I don't think Lisa Kudrow knows who that is either. Right. Because, you know, Lady Gaga is one of those people that she looks so different. She changes her her look constantly. Yes. Her look is like, that's part of it, right? Is that she has this interchangeable look that she can kind of, and it's all, it's usually very over the top. And so to see her looking like any other Zoomer or like a TikToker, I was like, yeah. is this an, a, a Demilio? Like, who is this? Is this like Olivia Rodriguez? Like, who is this? 
Rodriguez? Rodrigo? I don't know. You know, the girl who everybody's like, Rodrigo. Okay. Um, I just know that she's apparently got a banger of an album out about breakups. But anyway. um, I'm a little overrated, but we won't go there. Okay. (laughs) Ooh, hot take. (laughs) I was like, I don't know who that is. And then I was like, oh, okay. Putting this in context, I think this might be Lady Gaga. Um, But like, yeah, Lisa Kudrow was just kind of like, okay. And then was like sitting there and I was like... I feel like she doesn't know if she's supposed to play along or not. And I like, know. It was very awkward. I, I couldn't tell how much of this with the guest stars had been rehearsed ahead of time because some of it seemed like genuine surprise. Yes. And then some of it, I was like, well, maybe this is just a surprise to the audience. But like they were told because how awkward for them to be like, and here's this guest star and them to be like, sorry, who? So anyway, my favorites, uh, Justin Bieber as... <laughs> Spudnik, Spudnik was that was hilarious it and like because so they were you know like oh Cara Delevingne oh this person that person Cindy Crawford and then they were like, like just real Bieber. models so <laughs> yes yeah, so we're like okay not a model again not born when Friends was out but I think the cast's reaction like David Schwimmer like jumped off the couch Bieber. and he was like what because I just think it's like you know, it's it's one of those things that I love it when like celebrities are like have Star-struck. like um Yes, starstruck by other celebrities. Yeah, yeah. And they seemed, they didn't seem to be like faux starstruck. Like, oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. What a fan. You're so, I can't believe you're talking to me. They were just like, what? Bieber's here? Like, yeah. so that was quite, like, it was just like a dad moment, I think, of David Schwimmer. And it so was I cute. liked that. And him, like, shuffling down, like, such a dweeb was quite hysterical. Um, and then... I loved, of course, that they brought Maggie Wheeler out. Oh, Janice. My God. Oh, I love I thought, how she talked about developing it too. Yes. And I thought that was nice because, again, like Matthew Perry didn't seem to be getting much airtime and it was all oh. a little bit like tinged with cynicism. And so, and, and him saying that, like, he, you know, if he didn't get a laugh, he would like spiral and all the pressure yeah. he felt. But for her to be like, well, the, his char- he was so funny that I knew my character was going to have to laugh. Otherwise, I'd always be breaking character. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, that's really like, that was sweet affirmation Super for him, smart. I thought. Yeah. yeah. And so for then her to say that she just kind of, when she was like, you know, this, I read it and it was like sassy New York woman. She's like, she lives in me. I know yeah. her. I was, <laughs> I know it her. was so good. So that I one know, was, I love that. Um, and I think my third favorite was the hand twin. When it, um, cause that guy's oh, famous from like I all the Ocean's Elevens and stuff. He's not in Ocean's Eleven. We talked about this last time. Oh, did we? Yeah. He, oops. You think he's like the computer programmer from Ocean's Eleven? Yeah. But he's not. Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. the goofy friend in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and, uh, and the best friend in 13 Seventeen going again. on 30. Oh, yeah, yes. that's right. That's the one. But with, <laughs> the one with Matthew with Perry. With Matthew Perry. Yes. 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 Okay, um, that's right. 17 again, which is the male version of 13 going on 30. Pretty yes. much. But worth a watch, folks. If you um, haven't seen it, it's very cute. Least favorite? Uh, James Corden as host. Can I say that? I don't really like him. He oh, you don't? So, okay. So when it opened up and it was like... Here's your host, James Corden. I was, I think I groaned audibly. I was like, oh, great. But then he actually wasn't as bad as I was expecting him to be. Yeah, I find him a bit annoying. Um, and oh. I don't know what his vibe is. I don't know. I don't like him that much. I mean, it, like, okay. I wouldn't say that to his face, but he's just not my <laughs> cup of tea. Um, okay. And 
Um, so, but he wasn't as bad. I think Gaga was a bit strong. I actually thought the moment at the end where she was like, can I just say thank you for representing the weird people? I actually thought that was quite sweet. So they, I bought it. Um, yeah, I think you might be right about them not knowing what was coming. And so I just feel like, I think, I don't think Lady, what she said was awkward. I think the, like, having to sit Camera's there. Camera's still rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because none of it was weird because I guest stars yeah. did that, really. Um, I don't know. I, it just felt like I, an odd moment to be sitting in on. I don't think Lisa Kudrow knew how to react. So I, I don't I think she awkward. did either. I do kind of wish that Lady Gaga would have been like, sing it with me. Because then it would have been more like mm-hmm. when the girl from the pretenders came yes. and sang smelly cat and they did it together yes. but instead it was like i'm gonna sing smelly cat and you're all going to watch like yeah, yeah i do i do kind of wish she would have been like can you help me sing smelly cat and they right. could because when they did it together it was really good yes um yeah because i like lady gaga i just found that whole interaction to be a bit awkward a bit strained yeah 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 fair enough um yeah you know who they didn't have? Who? Um, they did not have Emily. No, but I think it's probably, I bet that was her choice. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because you said Helen Baxendale like, said yeah. she didn't want the celeb. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't interested. Honorable yeah. mention, noticeable missing Paul Rudd. Yeah. Good point. Uh, Matt asked me, because I watched it at a friend's house, and he was like, was the the cop phoebe dated there and i was like no <laughs> gary sinise and none of the no that's not his name sorry no 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 that's not him his name's um mike something gary sinise is the guy oh, from yeah. something else <laughs> uh, uh, sipowitz mike sipowitz <laughs> <laughs> tell him that new guy from silver spoons is really good <laughs> yeah there were a lot of people actually that i felt like were weren't there yeah I mean, so many good guest stars over the years. That's true. And they did talk about that. Remember when they were like, oh, yeah, Julia Roberts, yeah. Sean Penn. Oh, yeah. Which I don't like Sean Penn. You don't? I know we talked about that. No, I think he's creepy. Oh, has he, like, has it since come out that, like, he is creepy? Was he one of the ones that... Oh, I don't know. I just find him to seem creepy. Um, I saw the movie I Am Sam a long time ago, and that's him, right? Not Dustin Hoffman. I confuse the two. I think they I look alike. I have no idea. It's Sean Penn. And um, it's him and Dakota Fanning. And he's her dad, but he is mentally disabled. And like, it basically oh. has like the development of like an eight-year-old. And so he can't, he can't care for her, but he's her dad. It's, oh my gosh. I, oh. I saw it on a plane and I cried the entire time. It is such a good oh movie. Gosh. And I think... That's why I like Sean Penn. The oh. end. Yeah. You should watch that movie. Yeah, I mean, sound. I think it's funny how, um, not funny. I thought it was interesting when Ross was like, yeah, we had like this amazing actor on. I'm in a potato. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't get and to I'm interact in with him at all because I was dressed oh, like a potato. So funny. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, oh, who had fun with Julia Roberts? Matthew. Because he got to like yeah. make out with her and. Yeah. Yeah. I love Julia Roberts. Especially vintage Julia Roberts. She's the best. Okay. I have something to say, and I forgot about it, but you've that I, I wanted to bring it up, and I forgot you've just reminded me. 
It's about Jennifer Aniston. Okay. 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 So, you know, listeners, you will also know how I've never been a very big Rachel fan for reasons. Um, So I think watching back this reunion and then also, I don't know if I've mentioned it on here before, but I've started listening to another podcast called Smartless. It's Jason Bateman, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett and Sean Hayes, I think, um, who plays Jack from Will and Grace. Okay. They the whole thing is like they're all friends in real life and they each take turns bringing on a guest and then they get to like interview that person. And so obviously they're all very famous and so they've got all these interesting famous people. They're not all um So you're going to be on it next week? Next week I'm going to be on it and so if you call just listen. no. So um so they had Jennifer Aniston as one of the guests. And um, I've listened to a few different ones. I listened to uh, Kamala Harris. I listened to George Clooney. They have like a NASA scientist. They have like sports people. Um, And I liked them. I really liked the George Clooney one. Um, But I was listening to the Jennifer Aniston one. And I was like, it just kind of felt like they were all just sort of blowing smoke up each other's butts. Like, you're so great. No, you're just so wonderful. Oh, I just adore you. And I was a little bit like, all right, you guys, I'm over it. But... After after um, she like said bye, then you know they're all kind of like wrapping up and talking about it, and they're like, we have to say Jennifer Aniston truly is just the sweetest person. Like she cares so much about people. She's so loving. She's so kind and genuine. And like she's the same on screen, off screen, in her home, at the grocery store, like whatever. So I was like, okay, you know, maybe she like whatever. And then um, on the reunion when they were talking about how they cast. Jennifer Aniston and they were saying that like the character of Rachel could be unlikable but that's why they got Jennifer Aniston to do it because she truly is such a sweet and genuine person I'll have to I have to say to it it softened me because it's funny because I was like there are other people that have written into you and I on their Instagram and have been like yeah I don't like Rachel either and so I'm like okay like this is like I this is obviously a thing how she was written yeah but but the fact that it was like they purposely cast Jennifer Aniston so that Rachel would be likable despite all her faults. Because when I was watching this, I was like, well, you clearly didn't win me over. But then like yeah. hearing more about that, hearing the guys on Smartless talk about her, I was like, okay, maybe I'm rethinking this. Maybe I'm – and maybe I don't really necessarily like Rachel, but I maybe I like Jennifer Aniston more than I thought I did. So okay. I'm softening. Okay. That's all. Interesting. You're softening. Yeah, I did think it was interesting. I loved hearing them talk about how they cast everybody. Oh my gosh, so interesting. So good. Um, and I did when they were like, Yeah, we wrote this character of Rachel to be selfish, to be kind of unlikable. And I was like, Oh my gosh, Ashley is so vindicated here yeah. because that's how she was written. And then I love that they said, you know, all these girls, yeah, they played like spoiled and selfish, but they didn't bring that warmth to the character that made you overlook those things that made her unlikable and even they like cut to a clip in the first episode when uh she's like you're the only one in new york i don't know she's like that wasn't invited to the wedding and rachel's like i was kind of hoping that wouldn't be an issue yeah (laughs) but like that's the thing is like that is a very unlikable thing to do yeah like if you like monica Um, then you know there are selfish things she does at the at the yeah expense of her friends sometimes yeah, but then she does bring this, like, 
I didn't do it because I was trying to hurt you. You know, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. There's something about it that is like warm and she really does care. And maybe sometimes she doesn't get it right, but she well, has good intentions. I thought it was interesting down. that they were like, we had to make her likable because um, the audience has to see what Ross sees in her. Yeah. And so I was totally. thinking like, it was like, hmm, but Ross isn't the main character. So that's interesting. But I guess that's just like, otherwise it would be like Emily and Ross and you wouldn't be rooting for them. Yes. Yes. Right. Otherwise, we wouldn't care if Ross and Rachel got together. That's a good point. If we were like Rachel sucks, we don't want. So, them to can get we keep together. talking about how they got cast? Because isn't it interesting? Yes. I think I had heard somewhere before that they wrote Ross for David Schwimmer. Oh, I think yes. maybe we should have opened with this, but like you guys know, sp- spoilers, right? Like if you haven't watched the reunion, oh, I meant to say that at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll write it before we post. Spoiler those. alert! Oopsie, spoilers. <laughs> Um, oh, but I mean, like, hopefully you would know that before you would listen to this episode. I feel like that should go without saying. But well, if you've made it this far, you already know their spoilers. So yeah. Um, but I, so I, I thought it was so interesting that they were like, so we saw like um, David Schwimmer read for something for Marta Kaufman and David Crane, like at a different, a completely different show. And like, yeah, the way that he brought the whole like hi and like hang dog energy stayed with them. I was like, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. What a good example of being like, you will be recognized for what you bring to something. Even like, you know, you, you'll you reap what you sow, but reaping day is not on the same day that you sow. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was cool. Yep. And that yeah, they had and it to shows con- that there's like a different Sorry, you go. role for everybody. It's just like, you can't get everything because everything isn't what fits you. Yeah, you know? that's right. And like in anything in life. Exactly. And I, I so so I liked that they had said that like he basically had quit television and they had to Yeah. So so interesting that it's like, well, we wrote this role for you and like everything else is hinging around like you having to be the person in this one. And so if he wouldn't have yes. if they couldn't have convinced him to come out of retirement or whatever from TV, like I don't know. It's just so interesting. Well, when I read that book, that like behind the scenes book about friends, Mm -hmm. um, that is one thing I learned in there. And they said the reason that he had left TV, uh, one of the main reasons he left TV and was doing theater is because theater tends to be a true ensemble cast and TV does not. And he really wanted, he didn't want to be the star or... The backup. The secondary character. He wanted to work off the energy of other people on a regular basis. Mm. Um, And so they had to convince him that, no, it really is an ensemble cast. And nobody's the main person. It's not Rachel and friends or Ross and friends. It's friends. Yeah, yeah. They said that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So um, I'm glad they convinced him because can you imagine? Oh, and then Joey... I loved that part. Tell, tell, tell. I loved all the flashbacks of his little like hunky uh, headshots. (laughs) He was such the like little pouty. He was just so cute. Like he was just such the like high school hunk. You know? Yeah, totally. Um, just so 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 cute. Um, so I love seeing all those, and I love that he like got in a fight, or no, that he blacked out and got all banged up before his audition but what i love the most is the fact that it was down to him and one other actor and the other actor is the one that plays his fake twin brother. carl <laughs> oh my god damn it carl 
That was, that blew my mind. I loved I, that when they were like, uh, we had all these people and yeah. And they're like the guy that almost got it. Cause I was just like, A, that is so funny. Cause the whole point is that it was supposed to be somebody just like Joey. So the I fact know. that in real how life. How are you doing? <laughs> how are you doing? And I was like, good on that actor for having like the good humor to do that. Cause I could yeah. see like. There could be some ego there to be like, no, screw you guys. You didn't want me. I'm not going to come do this like two line, you know, Joey knockoff character. But like, I love that he did it. That was so funny. Damn it, Carl. Damn it, Carl. (laughs) How are you doing? (laughs) That was awesome. That was that was such a funny reveal. Yes. Such a good callback. Um, And so. Oh, and then also that um, Jennifer Aniston and Matthew Perry were on other shows, and they had to, like, beg to be let out of them. I was like, wow, that's interesting. And, I mean, I know we only saw, like, a 10 to The worst clip clip, of that alien thing. (laughs) But I can't imagine either – well, obviously, neither one of them went anywhere. Yeah. But the fact that that guy was like, this show's not going to make you a star to Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. I mean, that, was, that guy, that was, I loved, that was James Corden's best moment. He was like, so yes. we have that producer in the audience. Yeah, he's like, and that, produ- that was, say, that was the one, that was something I thought James Corden is hysterical. Do you think that oh, that's that true or do you think that that's being embellished for the good story of it? You think Jennifer Aniston's embellishing it? I mean, it'd be pretty, yeah, maybe this is just, yeah, okay. We'll assume it's true. I think it's true because... Do producers I, say that? That's not going to make you a star. Maybe. I feel like in the 90s they would. Probably. I Do you know what? When they showed that little diner show that she was on, it felt kind of like two broke girls, but like the 20 years ago version. Yeah. It didn't look very good. Um, no, I'm very happy and, she's in this. And the weird Star Trek fusion show that Matthew oh, Perry gosh. was on. That looked awful. Do you know what? I have this theory that, like, all sci-fi movies are walking a very thin line between cool and absurd. So um, I'm probably going to get this wrong, but it was either Star Trek or Star Wars, which I know are very different. Don't come at me, people. I know. I don't really think they're that different. Okay. Well, for people that are big fans, they get real mad. Um. I know that they're very different, and I know sometimes people are either one or the other, but in my family, we loved them both equally. So I just, there's enough room in my heart and home for all of them. But like, I can't remember which one it was, but um, I kind of feel like it was Star Wars. Um, but I think Star Trek came out first. Anyway, one of them, the what whoever the director was, wanted to do it, and people were like, huh, that is never going to sell. Like, good luck. Nobody's going to want to watch that. And of course, both of those franchises were gigantic and still continue to be, especially uh, you know, yeah. Star Wars with Disney. But, um, and I've often thought that, like, imagine being that actor that has to be like talking to a CGI alien or being like, whoa, we're in outer space. Like, ah, we're being attacked by alien. Like, I honestly just think the line to cross over from popular to cheesy and terrible is really... So So that whole thing with Matthew Perry with the, like, LAX 2020 or whatever it was, which was, like, present right. day. Um, yeah. It looked super cheesy, and I do think part of it was, like, how bad the set looked and all of that stuff. But, like... Yeah. 
I don't know, man, like Star Trek had a pretty minimal set as well and sick bay and like, you know, you never know. I think also sci-fi does not age well at all. Totally. At all. Like worse than other genres because other genres we can look back and be like, oh, 16 Candles doesn't age well for this reason because society is just different now and we dress different. Yeah. But like sci-fi to look back and be like, that doesn't really look fake. It looks stupid. Um, Yeah. Or something to be set, you know, like present, you know, LAX 2024 or whatever being like yeah that's not what life is like and yeah yeah I I also think that that one it kind of and again we did only see a 20 second clip but it seemed like the whole show was just based around Matthew Perry makes sarcastic jokes yes about aliens like that's the whole that was the whole premise one one human 20 aliens department was was human resources I (laughs) That's good. I kind of think that with like TV shows and stuff, you just, they, is this how what they do in Hollywood? They just throw a bunch of crap at the wall and see what sticks? Because if Absolutely. that's all it is, Renee, I feel like you and I should start, get to writing and get to totally. pitching. Yeah. So you just got to write something. You got to have somebody think it's worthy to like put some money behind it to let you make a pilot. And then everybody watches the pilots and they buy the ones they like and they trash the well, ones they don't. I already then, have a pitch for HGTV, but I'm not going to say what it is because someone else is going to steal it. I think but, Million Dollar Listing is already a show. Oh, I love that show. Oh, I've never seen it. <laughs> you haven't? Oh, I love it. I channel I that energy HGTV. now. Oh, it's on Bravo here, which is like um, E. We have Bravo in America, too. Oh, do you? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know we that I Bravo, used Bravo. To- it's kind of like E. I just forget who's got what. Um, have you seen that episode of Parks and Rec where Andy, they go to London and Andy's like, oh, can we get ice cream? Oh, you've got to try it. Do you have it here? It's like really cold. And de- and the guy's like, we have ice cream in, in Britain. And he's like, you do? <laughs> That's what I just felt like. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, that's um, okay. <laughs> you've got it. You've got to get it. It's like ice cream. It's like really delicious. <laughs> oh, you've got to get it. Anyway, uh, so, okay, so sorry. So we were talking – oh, yeah, so those two were in other shows and had to be clawed out of them, which is great. And then mm-hmm. Courtney Cox had already done the Bruce Springsteen thing mm-hmm. and the tampon commercial. So mm-hmm. she was, like, known but not yet that big of a – so I think it's interesting that they were trying to cast her as Rachel and she was like, no, I identify as Monica. Yeah. That's cool. I do. I do. I like that. Um, speaking of Paul Rudd, 10 minutes ago, I actually saw a <laughs> clip recently um, that said that Paul Rudd, when he auditioned for Clueless, he auditioned for like four of the other roles. Like he auditioned for um, Christian, who's the like, turns out to be gay. And mm-hmm. then, um, oh gosh, what's his name? He auditioned for basically like every other role. Mm-hmm. of 20 that a 20 year old could play and ended up getting cast as the one he didn't try out for um, oh, funny i know but it's like he's so perfect in that role i can't imagine him yeah. as any of the other guys um what, had he done stuff before clueless maybe um i mean could, not that i'm aware of but it's possible yeah because i was gonna say i kind of feel like He's so perfect in that role, but it is also a very Paul Rudd role. Like, the rest of, like, I wonder how much that shaped all the other roles he played, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 
probably a decent amount. Yep. Love Paul Rudd. Love Paul Rudd. Okay, um, so. It's so on this we, episode of the Paul Rudd podcast. Yeah, we love him. Um, okay, so do you want to talk about the little, like, homage, like, present day things they did that kind of, like, gave a nod to the stuff from the show? Oh, we didn't talk about Phoebe getting cast. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. How did she we get cast? Lisa. I can't remember. She got cast because they had seen all these other girls for casting. And somebody from NBC was like, Phoebe's here. She's playing Ursula. I'm mad about you. Mm. Yes, and that's right. It was she like, wasn't yes, a right. big enough character that she was able to pull it off. And That is so yeah. good. And I think she was the first one they cast, right? Oh, I thought it was David Schwimmer, but maybe it was Lisa Kudrow. Um, I can't remember, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, She's that's so right. Were, yeah, that's right. The friends I was watching it was like, were like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. They could, they were like, we never could figure out why they made Phoebe have a twin sister. Like it didn't seem super necessary. And I'm like, well, yeah, yeah they had to explain why they both lived in New York City and were both kind of quirky and and on like back-to-back tv shows Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah oh that's so So, cool okay so we're talking about the homage homages yeah homage do you want to should we just each say one that was our favorite because we could talk about all of them but well i feel like there were only a couple maybe i'm thinking about different things than you're thinking about well, there was the smelly cat one. I guess we already mentioned that. There was the oh, hand yeah. twin panel, although that was part of a bigger homage. Um, that was part of a bigger thing with the trivia. So let's start. The trivia was, I loved it. I oh, thought that was, it was so cute. So good. Such and I a love good way they, to go back through the show. Yes. And because that was, you know, we've mentioned this before. Like that was, I think you said it the other day when we were saying which were our favorite episodes. Um when we did that recap and, and you said the one where the girls lose the apartment was your favorite because it is such an iconic episode. Um, mm-hmm. And I love that they had David Schwimmer play the same role that he did yep. and everyone else kind of sit. It was really cute. Yep. Um, the only thing I didn't buy was when I think Courtney said, oh, yeah, the one with the embryos. And I was like, nobody knows the name of that episode. You looked it up in advance. <laughs> you think you don't think she just I- remembers it? I don't. Hmm. I don't. I would be I, really impressed if she did. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess most considering in, how little they remembered about the rest of the show. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, okay. And the fact that I don't think that they sat. I bet they named the episodes after. Right. Um. I have one bone to pick with the trivia. Okay. Let's hear it. And, and I think you'll have the same concern. It, it's probably the same bone. Yes. When they said, what is Chandler Bing's job? Mm-hmm. And Tom Selleck came out and said, nobody knows. And they go, well, yes. there's your answer. And I was like, no, Renee has researched this. He has two jobs. In season 10, he was an advertising executive. But prior, he was a data analyst and systems administrator or whatever, right? Data analysis and... I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Data and statistical analysis. Something. Yeah. It was something to do with like, you've said it before because you looked it up. And I, I know yeah. that that one is tricky, but the answer can't be nobody knows. Right. Well, and remember when I did Friends Trivia on a cruise and I technically lost because I didn't say 
what his first job was. Oh. Um, and they and said there was an answer. They said there was an answer. And I like basically got into a fight with the guy because I was like, I don't <laughs> lose Friends trivia, bro. I mean, I guess between the makers of Friends saying nobody knows versus yes. random guy doing trivia on a cruise, like Marta, so you know, Marta Kaufman all wins I every need time. to do is get a clip of this, go back to that cruise, find <laughs> the guy, and make him give me my trophy? You could probably find him on Instagram, Renee, and knowing you, you'd have the tenacity and will to do so. Like, I need um, it excuse for me, my sir. book. I mean, <laughs> journal. Journal. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't quite satisfied with that answer, but it's probably only because we've talked about it so much and had it as trivia and you've yeah. been scarred by it in real life. But hey, if that's what Marta says, we're going to take, you know, what Marta says goes. Yes. Also, Marta's cat. Can we give it up for Marta's cat? Yeah, I loved that. I know. I was I like, Marta's cat. Kitty. I just saw, I thought I saw a tail in the background. I was like, oh, is there a kitty out there? And then she jumped I was, up. I was like, oh, little kitty. That is one great thing about all this like at home COVID filming, right? Yeah. It's like we get to see yeah. people's pets in real lives and yeah. it's great. Yep. Marta's cat, the true hero of the whole reunion. <laughs> Friends reunion now featuring Marta Kaufman's cat. Oh, and then I guess the other funny thing was the, um, Runway. Sorry, did you want the to say any more about show. the trivia? I feel like no. The I did was love. Great I yeah. did love. Uh, I will say anything that David Schwimmer did, uh, referencing his character Ross. Basically, the vo- I just he says it in the same cadence, and it's amazing. It is. Do you know? I'm surprised that they didn't talk about how many people hate Ross because you know that is such a thing. People hating Ross. All and the anti Ross heads. Yes, the anti Ross heads. And I was the We Hate Ross Club. Um, I was wondering if maybe they did talk about it and they cut it. But um, yeah, I was kind of surprised that they didn't address that because it is a pretty notable thing. And I wanted to hear like, did David Schwimmer kind of find that character to be a little bit like, yeah, he was intense and kind of, you know, whatever, whatever. But they didn't really talk about that. I had to be loud because the movie movie was loud. (laughs) I guess, but I love when he was, yeah, yeah, when he was like front and back, like he just says it in the same way. And like we said, like for someone, even though he did say now his daughter's watching it, so he's rewatched some of it, which has to be hilarious. Your kids watching your show, yeah, that's got to be weird. Um, But I'm like, I just think that those uh like his style of comedy is just such a thing that i don't know it's just like ingrained in him yeah i don't know yeah i don't know Uh. he just did even at like the table reads too like him rereading it i was like he sounds exactly the same Yes, exactly he had, the same. It was interesting because I was trying to figure. Okay, so with the table reads, which I think we can go to that now. Like, um, with the table reads, I couldn't tell if like Jennifer Aniston was purposely not saying it exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, I thought the same thing. She had the. She was like the flattest, I guess. She was the flattest, and and especially like in the one where they were doing like where where everybody finds out, and Phoebe was like my. Oh My yeah, eyes. there and she, you know she was she was like getting really over the top and screaming and everybody was cracking They're up doing and it. <laughs> and Jennifer Aniston was like I know I know I know you know but like 
I don't know. Yeah. I guess I wonder if it's one of those things where it must be hard just sitting around a table reading something versus like actually feeding off each other's energy in the moment with the set, with the, you know, like it's it's like when you do a, a run through of a dance because, you know, Renee and I were on dance teams versus like actually doing it all out. Yes. But I would have thought for the televised table read, you would have done it all out. Yeah. I don't know if they didn't like doing those. I feel like it would be kind of awkward to do those. It would be awkward. Yeah. You know, that that was, I think, and I think that was kind of the thing I was expecting is like, is this going to be just a little bit of like, come back, do exactly what we want you to do. Let us laugh. And it's going to be just like it was before. And then that's going to be the end of it. Um, So I, I do kind of see how they, you know, they're not like, okay, now perform. Okay, now stop. You know, like. Yeah. So fair enough. And also maybe it's like just to show that it's like, it's not, it's not one way to do it. Like you can bring something different to it and. Totally. Yeah. Um, I also liked hearing that, um, <laughs> that nobody liked Marcel. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. David Schwimmer talking about I, Marcel. He's like, well, you didn't have to touch him, did you? <laughs> They're like, we had to deal with him. He's like, no, you guys didn't. And I was just like, he was still like, I the know. way that he was talking about it, I was like, this man is still angry about this. It was so funny when he was like, mm-hmm. they would feed him grubs, which are essentially these like fat, dirty worms. He'd eat them and then touch my face. <laughs> <laughs> touch my face. <laughs> Uh, I'm uh, glad that I'm happy to hear that he didn't like Marcel either. Yeah. I mean, what's to like? I don't like monkeys. Yeah, We've talked and about like this. They were saying it would be annoying. Like everybody else would nail it, but the monkey messed up. So. Oh, yeah. Was that Matthew have, Perry saying that? I think or was so. That, I can't remember yeah. now. Uh, um, and then, of course, the tidbit that Jennifer Aniston and <gasps> David oh actually were crushing on each other, which I honestly think f- lends to their good chemistry. And Courtney Cox kind of said that. She, she said like, it a lot, actually. <laughs> she did. And I think, honestly, even if, even if it wasn't like, I don't think the chemistry would have been gone if it had something had happened and then didn't work out. But I can't imagine it would have been an enjoyable job anymore. And the special thing they all had together would have been tarnished, you know? Yeah, you're right. Courtney Cox did say that a few times. So when she yeah. was like, imagine if you had and things hadn't mm-hmm. have worked out. Like, yeah, it's funny because it did remind me of when Joey says, like, you only have chemistry on stage with people that you haven't actually hooked up with. And I was like, I wonder, maybe that's just like a known thing, you know, in like that industry or if it did have anything to do with um, David and Jennifer, like having a will they, won't they. But I thought that was so funny. So, so who was it? It was somebody in the audience that asked that, right? Oh no, it was James Corden was like, Oh, James, you guys are all so attractive. Um, but nobody else said it was only those two. So I, I'm kind yeah. of wondering if there was anything else with anyone else. I kind of doubt it. I really don't think they would have maintained the like level of closeness that they did. Did um and they never said if so so Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer said that they never hooked up while they were dating other people, but they never said that they never hooked up. I don't 
Did you notice that? No, I didn't because because they're like, well, we were always dating other people, and we never wanted to, you know, jeopardize that. And then Matt LeBlanc goes bullshit, and then they were like, no, seriously. And Jennifer Aniston was like, no, I swear for real. And he's like, no, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But they never said that, like, because there would have. But I don't know. Maybe they were always with other people the whole time. I'm not sure. Well, probably. I don't know. I don't think anything happened. I think. Mm. I think if it did, they probably would have spilled the beans on that because it would have been 20 years ago. True. And it probably would have been it gave me the vibe though that if they're both single now i was like oh something's gonna happen now i was like i was like well she's single i think we're sort of we know i don't know what he's up to but this is totally an opportunity for something to happen now is divorced um i don't know if he's single though I don't know if he's yeah. dating somebody else. Hey, can I ask you a question? I saw something yeah. that referenced, they were like, Matthew Perry's dramatic breakup announcement. But I, like, in real life, since the yeah. reunion. Do you know what that's about? I just saw that headline, too, right before we recorded. And I just saw that he broke up with his fiance, which I didn't know he had a fiance. Neither. And Oops. now he doesn't. So. Okay. I guess we don't have to learn about her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Works for um, me. See ya. Um, but yeah, I did like hearing those little, like. Did you think it was cute how they did table reads and cut into flashbacks of the actual episode? I did. I thought that was very creative. Yeah, I thought it it kind Um, of helped because otherwise you're just watching people reading off a piece of paper, and that can be a bit tricky. Yes, I thought that it was very creative the way they did that. Um. And I also thought it was very creative that they brought them in one at a time. Oh, at the beginning? Yeah. I liked that. Oh, it was, I really liked them like sitting in the old set and talking Mm -hmm. about it and talking about like the time when Matthew, with Matt LeBlanc like dislocated his shoulder. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, I love that they were like, yeah, we didn't do the huddle that night. And then every night after that, you were like, we have to do the huddle. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. Yeah, it was really sweet. And they showed like, this is where we ordered food. This is where we blah, blah, blah. This is, yeah. I thought that, and like, then like um, Matthew Perry and um, Matt LeBlanc, like sitting in their Barca yeah. loungers. Like it was all just really sweet. I It was sweet. I really liked that. That is something though, that if I was one of them, I would feel probably a bit um, mixed emotions about being filmed going through my old yeah. set for the first time. I think it's good that they didn't have the audience for that part, though. Yeah, yeah, great. I think that it just being a little bit of a film crew probably helped. Um, and it did kind of seem like single, like one or two cameras. It wasn't like a whole production. Yeah. It was just, yeah, a couple cameras following them around, like capturing stuff and them just getting to like chit chat about the old days. Yeah, and seeing, I loved seeing like some of those bloopers and behind the scenes they're so funny i there was the whole they did one um run of them where basically somebody would mess up and then the next cut was somebody else making fun of them messing yeah, up purposely like, so i was like yeah, okay so yeah. every time somebody screws up you have to do a second screw up because you have to make it fun was of them. Um, but they were just yeah so much yeah fun. yeah it did seem like i don't know it just it would have been so cool to be in the audience watching i know been really fun. I bet those people signed real tight NDAs. Oh my gosh, yeah. And w- there wouldn't have been all like the cell phones back then, so they wouldn't have been able to like secretly film or like upload. Oh, it. I thought you were talking about the reunion. 
Oh, those. No, that would have been fun too. But I mean like the original audience back in the day. Yeah, and how they, when they did the clip of Monica and Chandler waking up together in London and how they're like, the audience just went on and on and on and yes. on and on. Because I was like, you know, it's funny about that. And I didn't really think about it until I was watching it back. I'm like, you only have that shock once. Yeah. They didn't, you couldn't have got the same reaction out of the audience a second If they time. would have had to redo it. That's right. So the actors um, had to get it the first time. Yep. Um. So I thought that was really good. Um, yeah, overall, I really liked it. I want to watch it again. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, but I really enjoyed it. Agree. And yeah, I, I, so it was, I was like, oh, God, this is quite long. But then when I finished it, I was like, man, I feel like they could have done like a three hour special. I would have watched oh, yeah. so much more. Um, it was yeah. just so quick, everything. And I, I, I did really enjoy it. I'm going to watch it again for sure. And yeah. Um, you mentioned that there's like extra clips. Uh, yeah. Um, tell me so about these. If you watch on HBO. It wasn't anything like super out of the ordinary, but it was just a little more behind the scenes. Usually. <sighs> Sorry, I just had a really big yawn. We've bored you. No. <laughs> um, it wasn't anything like super out of the ordinary that you missed. It was just additional guest stars like are like guests talking about um like their experience with friends or why they love friends or whatever and then like kind of some more behind the scenes clips and that kind of stuff so definitely worth watching I think there were four or five and they were each like a couple minutes long so if you okay I'll have to try to find these because they're not yeah so right so on HBO it was like you know friends is up at or it's up at the top but then there's always the like you might also like and then mm. there was a bunch of clips. Um, basically, I think they just cut them to make the, the, the episode shorter. Just Probably, shorter. yeah. Um, but they yeah. even had one we almost didn't watch that was like BTS um, talking a little bit more. But then it was like four minutes long. It was only like 30 seconds of BTS talking. And then it was like more yeah. behind the scenes flashbacky stuff. So um, definitely so you, watch all of those. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. um I, there was one thing that I feel like is good for us to end on if we're at that point yeah, where Courtney Cox was like, you guys, like, we need to say this now or cherish this now because or maybe it was Jennifer Aniston, like, we're not going to do this again in another 17 years. Like, this is yeah. the one time we're all here to yeah. talk about this in a reunion. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, that's true. But oh, yeah. don't don't end. I don't know. stop filming. It's like the final, 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 final. Yeah. I also love in, in I'm getting a little teary eyed right now. I know. I got ve- I was very teary eyed. Like my friends kept saying things and I was just like nodding because I was like, <laughs> tearing. Um yeah. I love that Lisa Kudrow kind of credited uh Bright Cotton yes. Kane, but was like, Yes, you know, we're not gonna do a reunion because they wrote it to to end happily and we don't want to undo that and I loved that I, yes I thought it was such a good way to say a gracious no to that um I don't I'm not trying to talk smack about any of the shows that have resurrected but I just think it's really hard to do well 
And yeah. I think personally, I will never be satisfied. There will never be enough content. She will never be satisfied. Pretty much. Like I will always want more story, more storyline. Of course. You know, so there is no amount of friends that will ever satiate that so I think what we have is good enough because otherwise what are we going to do talk about their kids and and I love that Marta Coffin was like if if it's about the time in your life when your friends are your family if it's no longer that time it's no longer that time yeah that was really good too when she was like you know some of them have kids they're moving on they're getting different because like yeah uh, putting my hand up like I totally get that like people move yeah. people get you know have family it, it's yep. true and I do like you're right that Lisa Kudrow said like the only way that we could have anything else to show and talk about is if we undid some of yeah. their stories yeah. and you have to have something interesting so we'd have to pick up and she's like I don't want to undo anybody's happy no stories um yeah I think it's good the way that it is and I would take you know, once again, never be satisfied. I'll take a hundred more reunions if you want to do them. I will yeah. watch every behind the scenes clip that you have. Warner okay, Brothers. HBO, if you're listening, if you're listening, buy HBO. all the behind the scenes clips because yeah. package that we watch it. We'll pay for it. We will Disney pay Plus for that subscription plus an extra thirty dollars. Sure. I mean, honestly, you got me by the tail here. So, um, but you know what I mean? Like, I will watch yeah. all that, but I don't want to watch them pretend. A bunch of 50-year-olds. Pre- yeah. <laughs> I just, and I think it's, I can't decide which I like. There hasn't really been a reboot that I've, like, fully invested in other than the Gilmore Girls reboot. Oh. Um, which I didn't like. Oh, um, so you invested in but not did not enjoy. Well, it was a four-part – it was like a mini-series, so it was like not much of an investment. But I did watch it um, thinking I would okay. like it. And I don't like how they ended it. I liked how they ended the regular show better. So I'm yeah. like, okay. So now I'm left with this subpar ending. Um, right. And I know like – I mean, I haven't watched it, but like Fuller House, you know, they've kind of resurrected it and – yeah. I think that was easier because they're basing it off the children who are now adults. So they do have different stories to tell. Yeah, and versus... the show was kind of about the family. So you can carry yes. on with the family. So it, it kind of Whereas, makes sense. Right. But the kids were part of the big part of the show, a massive part of the show. Unlike Friends, we could never watch exactly. a show about, you know, Emma and Ben. I mean, we could, but nobody would. It's just, we're not invested in them. We don't know them like that. Yeah, exactly. Full House, you know those kids. Yeah, exactly. Their characters are very developed, very big part of the story. So it makes sense. I haven't, like I said, I haven't watched it. But like, that feels like plausible to me. Um, But anyway, all that to say, I'm glad that we got this reunion. I think it is a gift. And I'm also glad they're not trying to do We're Still Friends hmm. Here's our kids' stories and yeah. Yeah. So uh, it I was am really as satisfied good. I wanna, as I can be. I want to go watch it again now. I know I do too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you guys are the best. And yeah. um, I hope that you've enjoyed the Friends reunion. And uh, one thing I do wish I would have done to watch this reunion, which some of our listeners did, and I've seen other people out there doing this, is prepare a friends-themed feast. 
like the Joey special with two pizzas. Do you know what? Some of our friends, it was their anniversary and they had a friends theme. They had a, like a, the You're My Lobster dinner. It was not, I, oh. I don't know, because it was their wedding anniversary, but maybe it did coincide with the reunion coming out. But yeah, when my friend Danielle was like, oh, we're having a friends themed, like friends food themed dinner, I was like, macaroni and cheese with cut up hot dogs. <laughs> but it was three the, kinds of tots. Yeah. Oh, I think they did have three kinds of potatoes. I can't Fancy remember. Fancy you who with had. a straw? With a crazy straw? Fajitas? <laughs> <laughs> Nestle Toll House chocolate chip cookies? Yes. Um, I was like, I don't whipped think fish. anyone's making the trifle. <laughs> no, da probably not the trifle. With broccoli rub. With broccoli rub. There was another one. Oh, what's the tiki death punch? There's a lot tiki of fun death stuff. Punch. Cups oh, and yeah. ice? There's- Cups and ice. A snow cone. Um, there's a lot of places you could take this. Jello shots. That's not really mm-hmm. that creative. <laughs> um, you know, but if that's if it's that kind of party. Um Ooh, so send us in if you did any like tell us obviously we want to hear what you guys thought about the yes. reunion. So please let us know at Best Friends Club Podcast on Instagram. Um or Best Friends Club Podcast at gmail.com um if yep. you're not an Instagrammer. But tell us about that. And then, of course, yeah, if you did any, like, Friends Feasts and you haven't already showed us or tagged us, show us or tag us. Yes. Love to see it. Love to see it. Well, we love you guys. We do. We will be back next week with our regularly scheduled programming. And Mm -hmm. because this reunion came out and we needed to record this as fast as possible, we will probably reference the reunion in future episodes that we already recorded because we're posting this a little bit out of order. Just Time's weird. So just, you know, yeah. (laughs) Time's hard for us. So uh, thanks for tuning in and we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.